Okay, good evening. This is part two to what I did earlier with was just me, the perfect marriage. I have my husband here and he has some different views on it or explaining a little bit more. So, Mr. Styles, go ahead with the perfect marriage. I don't I don't I don't know if my views are different, but I just think how I how how we look at it is different. Okay. Um, different in the in the aspect of that we kind of are you kind of um, put into essence that there aren't any perfect marriages, but but perfect is relevant to the to the couple. Um, perfect for each other. Perfect in our mind doesn't necessarily mean perfect for everybody. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think that what I was saying was a lot of people say perfect. And like you said, perfect means different things to different people. But I wanted to not use the word perfect as far as a marriage. Not saying perfect marriage. Why? Maybe good marriage. Why Why can't my marriage be perfect? I just don't think that there's a perfect marriage because you got two imperfect people. Nobody's perfect. You can work hard at making it a good marriage. Again, perfect is relative to to the people. What you see as imperfect and see as imperfect, God sees sees as perfect. So, what because God put us together, anything that God put together has to be good. So, for us to label it as something other than what God has set it out to be how how do we do that okay i see that so the concept of perfect is relative to the people that's in the relationship if you put god in it and and live in in, in accordance with what the bible says then your marriage in 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 in, in reality is perfect um oh. if we're doing the things that god living the way the bible has taught us to live and treating our spouse in a manner and our families in a manner then our marriage is perfect. And again, re- perfect is a relative term to what you think is perfect in the person. Because the perfect person for me may be may 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 not be the six foot um, 36, 24, 36 woman, but that may be perfect for somebody else. So again, perfect is, is like beauty in the eye of both, of the beholder. Okay, so I will retract and state that instead of we will agree that to have a perfect marriage, you have to have God in it. Correct. Okay, so the phrase perfect marriage is a marriage that has God in it. You can't have a perfect marriage without God. Is that fair to say? Correct. Okay. So we'll agree on that part of being a perfect marriage. But I think that many times people use that word perfect. And what I was saying was, no, there's no perfect marriage, meaning that you're going to go through some stuff. Well, going through stuff doesn't mean that it ain't perfect. <laughs> Listen, our life is based on on biblical truths, and it says that 
long suffering and struggling is a part of your area of life. So everybody's going, if you ain't going through something, then you already, listen, the statement is that if you aren't going through something, just hold on, it's coming. So just because you're not, you're not going through something all the time doesn't mean that it's not what it, what it is to be. Right. So again, you have to have God in it and you have to have that faith and that church background to have an understanding of what you're going through or understanding that you're going to go through, but God's going to bring you out of it. Correct. Okay. Okay. So I had someone ask me the other day about them being in a relationship, but their spouse or their mate was not in the church. Can their marriage survive or be good? Um, the of course it can survive. Listen, people, their marriages that survive, and nobody's in the church. Mm-hmm. So, a sanctified spouse sanctifies another other spouse. Um, is what that's that's what the Bible says. So we have to, we have, and as long as you're 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 staying prayed up, and staying in the world in the will of God, and not allowing. You're unsaved. Well, I don't know if he's they're unsaved or not, but they're just not going to church. Are your unsaved or unchurched spouse um, to lead you astray from what God is, God has in store? And the Bible tells you that that they they should come around. Oh, okay, okay. I got that. So, do you believe that everyone should do premarital counseling and? Should they always go to a minister for pre-marriage counseling, or can they just go to a counselor? Okay, the first part of that question is, do I believe that everybody should go to marital counseling? Pre-marital. Pre-marital counseling. Yes. Um, I believe that it is beneficial in in every relationship. I believe that it allows you to get a different perspective of where marriage, what marriage really is other than what you've actually seen. Um, as far as your, the pastor doing your, or any minister doing your um, pre-marital, pre-marital counseling, I, I think that that should be, that's totally up to the people that are, that are getting it. Um, and the relationship that you have with the, the person that, that, that is doing it. But, I, I I want you to be apprehensive. I, I recommend that you do counseling with somebody who's who's first of all who's licensed or has been to school for counseling and for spiritual counseling. Um, and if you if you don't go to your pastor or some pastor, seek a counselor who is has a spiritual grounding or a spiritual base with their counseling. Um, my my friend Dr. Vincent Polite has a. He's a spiritual. He's a he does spiritual counseling, from from a Christian a Christian based um, spirituality counseling, marriage counseling. So, you know, if you don't if you don't have that person, um, then your pastor, if your pastor is competent to counsel and manage, because if your pastor is not married, it's kind of difficult for your pastor to 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 counsel you on marriage. If your pastor has six has been 
married and divorced six times, <laughs> then again, again, you have to be, you have to use wisdom in what you're use, what you're seeking um, out to, to counsel you. Um, if your pastor's marriage is isn't one of the isn't on 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 solid ground, then I would recommend you not use your pastor as your counselor. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I think that again, far as marriage, communication is the key. Absolutely. God being put first and having God and having the faith and having the word in both of you will help you through whatever you're going through. Will get you through whatever you're going through. That's right. a definite. Right. If, if you're basing it, if you're, if you're keeping God first, then whatever you go through, he'll see you through. As long as we're, doing, we're lining our will up with his will and his will be done, he will see us through our problems. Okay. Anything else, sir? Now that's it. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed us. This is part two of Perfect Marriage. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.